Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Canyas. And today I have with me, Philippe Charles Pierre. I, uh, sometimes, I, nice sometimes, I, sometimes I butcher them. I think three years of, of French in high school paid off here. So Philippe Charles Pierre, <laughs> uh, CEO uh, and co-founder at SEMSE. That's, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the company correctly. It's S-E-M-S-E-E. -E -E. So, That's so uh, Philippe, uh, first of all, thank you for joining me today. Uh, I, I hope that you had a great 4th of July weekend. Uh, we're recording today on, on July 6th, uh, and I see that you are in uh, New York City, right? I am in New York City. Okay, so, so New York City in July is either beautiful or hot. I'm guessing hot. It's, uh, it's, it's nice, uh, hot and mucky. Hot and muggy. Okay, 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 okay. Hot okay. and muggy. Cool, cool. Very fun. I'm in Atlanta. It's it's hot, but I I I rarely leave home unless I want to. It's the beauty of being remote. Well, we love Atlanta. My wife's from Atlanta. Oh, awesome, awesome. Yeah, she's from a town called uh, Newnan, uh, in and uh, and her her on her mother's side and on her dad's side, she is from Palmetto, and okay. we got married at a place called Serenby, which is okay. south of the airport. Awesome. Uh, so so so. Uh, we always give the guests to, to, the chance to give the elevator pitch. What, what, uh, what is SEMC? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you for having me and, and, and good afternoon. Um, SEMC, as you spelled it, S-E-M-S-E-E, -E -E, uh, is really a, a play on SEMC, S-E-M-C-I, which is single entry, multiple carrier interface. And essentially what we have built, Tony, uh, and those of you listening out there, is we've built a platform that helps agents connect to carriers. Ultimately, we thought, and as we were building this company, that in the PNC space, on the commercial insurance space, the agent was going to continue to be the main distribution point. Um, and we've always believed in that. And because, but at the same time, we always thought that there were ways in which we can make their journey, their life, their habits uh, much more efficient and much more digital, not as a way to replace them, but as a way to enhance what they do and the services they provide, especially in consulting uh, and doing risk mitigation for these small business owners that are sort of, I think, the lifeblood uh, of America. And so what we've built is this platform that allows an agent to connect to any number of carriers when they're quoting a BOP or workers comp or cyber or GL or, or a specialty program. Um, and we do so by then connecting them to their appointed carriers. But we also work with wholesalers and networks and others who then supplement that by helping the agent uh, connect to other carriers that are beyond their appointments uh, themselves. So ultimately we are a sort of two-sided marketplace by first helping these, uh, uh, these agents connect to markets and be able to serve their clients. But at the same time, we're also a terrific opportunity for carriers, whether they are large or small, to be able to connect to these agents uh, and help them in real time at what I call the point of sale. So that when an agent has a particular risk in hand that they need to quote uh, and they need to sell, they can go onto our platform, search uh, not only to help, we help them to define the, the, the classification for that business, but then we also help them understand who has appetite for that business. 
And then because of that, it allows the carriers who have appetite to raise their hand and say, not only do I have appetite, but I want your business. Uh, and, and so we create ways in which the carriers can, can do that and ultimately create this happy marriage of connectivity uh, between the agent uh, and the carrier. And by the end of the day, what we're really doing is helping to satisfy the small business owners who are really wanting their, their lifeblood uh, uh, of what they're doing to be protected. Okay, the fantastic explanation. Thank you. Uh, okay, so the first thing that jumped out at me uh, is the, that you talked about, about risk mitigation for small businesses. This is very, yeah. very interesting because historically, and I've never been a broker, but what I have heard many, 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 many times is that small, business, small commercial is very profitable for the carrier but it's not very profitable for the broker, right? So, so much so that the producer often doesn't get paid unless there's a, minute, uh, a certain amount of, of premium. Uh, and uh, very often they complain that, that it, it, it's, it, it's, it's not profitable to service the small commercial book, right? It's, it's hard to, to, to figure that, that out. So, 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 so if it's hard to service a small commercial book, it's even harder to provide them with any sort of risk management, right? That's right. So, so how does the platform help my brokerage provide risk management to my small business clients? Really, really good question. The, the, the biggest thing that uh, an agent has come to us and said, why our solution and or one of the reasons our solution is incredibly powerful is, first and foremost, they may not even know how to classify a business. And we help them to do that. And that takes time. The second thing, and maybe even the biggest time suck is, Who's got appetite for that business? Is it carrier A? Is it carrier B? Is it carrier D? Is it carrier E? And part of what we do is say, based on that business, the location, the description, here are the five to 10, or maybe it's 20 carriers who have appetite. And then with one click, they can create an application for any number of those, of those, of those carriers to submit. And then what we also do is when those quotes come back, we actually help the agent understand the delta between the various premiums that they're being given so that they understand the coverage, not just the price. And so ultimately what we're saving them is time to understand what is this business, who's got appetite for this business, instead of having to rekey it to five different carriers differently with the same doggone information, they can just do it once, but then within seconds they're getting a response and we're helping them understand the delta between all of that. So okay. what we're really doing is removing the crap work, frankly, of actual submission and quoting and the blocking and tackling of that so that they can do that in minutes and therefore spend much more time understanding it and ultimately selling it to their customer, but not just selling it because selling it is really a consultative sale. And we want to empower the agent to be even better consultants. Okay. So, so you said something that got me really, really excited. Okay. So the first round of InsureTech, InsureTech 1.0, uh, and even before we had the word InsureTech, a lot of, of the technology investments were compared to Raiders, first yeah. in, in personal lines and then a little bit in, co in commercial lines. And the problem with, with comparative Raiders, in my opinion, having never worked as a broker, uh, 
it is that, that they commoditize something that's yep. not a commodity, right? I'm, I'm a big Bill, Wil Bill Wilson fan. Like, like even auto insurance is, is not a commodity. We certainly treat it, like, the, the customer certainly treats it as a commodity, right? So the, the problem with, right. with, with, with the, the, the first set of comparison engines uh, it, it is that they were entirely price, right? And I, to the best of my knowledge, uh, haven't found, I, I think that, that, that the comparison engine that, that's going to be very, very successful and that is doing the right thing is the one that advises on the coverage. So what, what yeah. you said, uh, we help the agents understand the delta between the premiums that like 10,000, you know, alarms went off in, in, in my head, right? Like, like, is he saying what I think he's saying? So, 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 so how, 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 do, how, do, how does Semsi help the agent understand the coverage versus yeah. premium yeah. that the different carriers are, are, are offering? I, I, it, it, thank you for diving because we really are passionate about this. And, but let me so walk you through not only to answer your question, but let me step back for a second and say part of what makes Semsi different is that even at the price level, we only work with carriers to get a premium that is a bindable quote and not an indication. One of the lessons we've learned both on the personal line space and early commercial lines is it's easy to maybe narrow down and dummy the questions of the carriers to three or five or 10 and they give you an indication. But invariably those quotes in that premium changes. And so one of the first things we decided was we weren't gonna do that. We were going to work with the carriers as they are, and we would take it upon ourselves to try to create some uniformity in how we ask the questions without having to alter any of the underwriting principles of the carrier. And so to start with, our quotes are all bindable quotes. And I think that is a big first step versus an indication which inherently or invariably changes as you answer more underwriting questions, once the, you know, you're, you're hooked into to that particular price. That's the first piece. Because we're asking all of the underwriting questions and we're really thorough uh, on behalf of the carrier, it allows us to then say, premium A is a hundred bucks, premium two is 105 bucks, but here are the coverages that it comes with. Here are the coverages it doesn't come with on a per carrier basis, line by line by line. So you can compare, oh, the glass coverage for my restaurant is 50,000 for this quote, but even though it's $5 more, um, but it's only 25,000 for this other quote, and is it worth it to me? And because ultimately we wanna be able to sell it not on price. I actually don't believe agents are selling just on price. I do believe they're selling on value. Well, um, I think value matters here. Now, so, they're not going to go to the most expensive just for the mm -hmm. sake of the going the most expensive. Um, but I do think the agents care about value because they don't want an upset customer that's, if, there's a, if there's a claim, right? Because it doesn't look good for them either. So the, the, there's agents and there's agents, right? Yes. The, the, there's agents and there's order takers. Uh, and... This the assumption that agents would would be disintermediated away, 
which is an assumption that some of the early insured techs made, and they were wrong, especially in commercial lines, but they were wrong in general. Yeah. Uh, that assumption was because they thought of agents as order takers, which some are, uh, sadly. And that's our, that's our fault as an industry, right? Uh, the, 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 it, it shouldn't happen, but it does happen. Uh, but good agents are true advisors, true long-term right. advisors, to, and, and they will never be disintermediated away, especially not in commercial lines. So yeah, I, I agree with you completely. Like the, the value of the agent remains. We're just giving them better technology. That's right. I mean, ultimately what the agent needs is not to be replaced. What the agent needs is technology to make the stuff that's mundane easy and efficient so give them more time to do their job. Um, I haven't met, too, haven't seen too many studies that indicate that the small business owner doesn't wanna deal with an agent to ask questions and to understand their policy. I haven't seen a study that says that. Correct. But I have seen yeah. studies uh, are the studies that say, but it's just a pain to get a quote. Correct. And that's what we're saying. Yeah, no, no, and, and even, even the generational piece. So I'm very passionate about the generational piece. Uh, I literally wrote the book about, about insurance, uh, about millennials and insurance uh, as employees, not, not, not as clients. Uh, and and, and all, I, I'm not a demographer, but I play one on, t- on TV. You know, I, I apply research from, from primary researchers to, to the insurance industry. Uh, but what I can tell you is uh, millennials and engineers uh, especially millennials who are who are inheriting a lot of small businesses for, from from their parents, uh, they, they don't want to to go into your office to get a quote, but they and and they want to be able to to, to get a quote at three a.m. right when they finally made it home from from the cupcake shop, right? Because they didn't open a, a cupcake shop to to. Uh, to, to run a business. They opened it to make cupcakes and much less to worry about insurance, right? So, so they're looking right. at like, like when they finally get around to insurance, last thing they thought about, right? Uh, so they wanna be able to get a quote at 3 a.m. and then they want to be able to get advice in a text message, be a whatever medium makes sense for them when they're ready for that advice, but they do want the advice. Yes. Uh, so I, I think that, that, that we're absolutely on the same page on, on that. Um, absolutely. But here's the other thing that the, okay. I think these millennials and, and those who are younger want. They want transparency. A hundred percent, yes. And I think it's yes. very hard to provide transparency in insurance if you're spending yes. 80% of your time blocking and tackling and therefore just trying to get to the quote you get first. And, and, but if and you're it, able to easily get a price or a premium and you're easily able to discern the delta uh, between the various quotes, then you can offer that up to the and to, 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 to these millennials or whomever and have a conversation about coverage, what it means. So that if I'm operating, uh, operating a cupcake shop to, to your example, and I said, oh, I think I need $100,000 of coverage for my tables. But the agent says, in reality, when things happen to the types of tables you have, it's no more than 50,000. You can go down for 50,000, but you may want to go up with something else. The that's liabilities is where the big deal that's is. That's yeah. transparency. Yeah. That's being helpful. Yeah, and, and transparency is hard for, for, for agents because 
the, the, the customer doesn't understand that it's a whole separate company that's actually providing the insurance, right? So, so, right. so, so the, the customer assumes that you have perfect visibility into the carrier and you don't. Right. The better we can get the technology so that you do have the yeah. right visibility. So, so, so if, if that's, you a, have, that's such a really important right? piece, I actually think part of the challenge and part of what we try to solve is the carriers, on the other hand, they're dependent on emails, newsletters, a conference here or there, their territory managers to sort of help thousands upon thousands of agents know the latest and greatest about their product. That can be solved with much better point of sale messaging. So if you're on Semsi and you're trying to place a cupcake shop, not only is it cool that we can offer you here the, the types of uh, carriers who offer uh, a solution for that, but by the way, this one particular carrier, they do they specialize in these kinds of cupcake shops. This one, they love a cupcake shop that doesn't have this oven, while this other one loves this kind of oven or loves these tables. There are ways where as you're quoting you can get that information to and for it to sing at the same time versus after the fact or relying on memory even if things might change and therefore and things your change all the time behind. Yeah. yeah so so this has already been a fantastic conversation uh but but i i am curious and i did not warn you so no worries we could absolutely I love conversations that okay are so so so, so I, I'd love to 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 like talk about about, about some of what are likely competitors, uh, sure. but we can always cut it out at the end. <laughs> uh, so no so, but this reminds me a lot of of a few other insured things okay. I'm familiar with, right? So I I'd love to to hear how SMC is different. Okay, sure. so the, the first one that reminds me of a little bit, not a ton, is Ask Kodiak that mm -hmm. focuses on helping figure out the, 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 the class okay. code. But then, then again, ask Kodiak white labels into other insure tech. So maybe you're even right. using them, but the, the, we the, are actually are in fact using ask Kodiak. That, so that's what I figured. That's what I, so Alan I was Mike curious if that was the case. More than the partner than, than competitors. Um, Absolutely. So, so then the, uh, uh bold penguin, uh, yeah. right. Does seem like they're doing something similar in my limited understanding. And the, the other one that comes to mind is Talich. Also yes. seems like, like they're doing something similar. So, so I'm curious, are those competitors? And, and how, how, do, how is SMC different from those two? Sure. Yeah, I think those are, those are folks who, who some would consider competitors. I, I think the, the, thing, the competitors that I not worry about, but I think about the most is history. And because I think, and the reason why I say history is, this need has existed in the commercial space for a very long time. And people who've been in better positions than at SMC uh, could have and should have probably solved this, but didn't. And what has happened is agents have essentially solved it themselves by creating so, homegrown solutions. So I, and that to me is our biggest competition. Oh, homegrown. I was going to say, I'm, I'm not afraid, uh, afraid to, to name them by, by name. Uh, I'm I, I'm not sure if I'm reading your mind or not. You 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 don't have to agree or or deny. I would tell you. But good luck. With uh, but <laughs> Accord should have figured this out a on decade some ago. Level, yes. Right. And, if and, if, if they know, were on the ball. Right. right? Uh, now, 
a, a Lexus Nexus or, or, or a Veris could have figured this out, but, but it's not directly, uh, but a court should have figured this out. Yeah. And they were asleep I think the part way. of the challenge, I think with a lot of the quote unquote, um, folks who've been in the industry for a long time is their business models don't match with the business model that you need in order to solve this. Okay. And I think they're stuck in a business model so, that requires it to be, it's, a, it's an expensive to set up and then it's expensive to maintain and therefore they've made it really hard to switch. Okay, so, so, and so then because of that, they've become cash cows that, that don't incentivize for, I think, a lot of evolution in technology to be, and, and therefore on some level, new types of business models to, that I think you need a, you don't just need new business, in order to be, I think, um, cutting edge, you've got to have great technology and a thought process and certainly marketing, but your business model has to match that too. And I think that that is a big challenge uh, for, for, I think for a lot of the legacy players who on some, some are attempting to do that now, I would say a bit late. Um, but the, the ones that you have mentioned, I, I consider them, you know, um, some level competitors, I think both Talaj uh, and both Penguin, who you mentioned, you know, I know those folks very well. They do a really great job. I don't think they're 100% focused on what we're focused on. I think, I don't, it doesn't really matter who you name. I will tell you, I don't think that anybody is focused on the agent the way we're focused on. From user experience to the kinds of carriers we work with, to the products we put on our, our platform, to the daily, um, in fact, we're having a hackathon as we speak today and tomorrow. All we're doing in these two days, what the entire company is focused on, is how to make our form better, more efficient, friendlier for the agent. I don't think anybody else is doing that. And that's what makes us different is, and, and, and by doing that, we think we ultimately also are serving the carriers who are dependent on these agents for distribution. Okay, yeah, uh, it, it makes sense. So um, re re real quick, what, 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 what's, what's, what's the revenue model like? Who, who pays for it? Do the carriers pay for it? Do the, do the brokers pay for it? Uh, how is it yeah. priced? Yeah, so revenue models, you know, always interesting. So for us, the way we think about it is, uh, we are at first a SaaS-based business that the agents pay to use the product. Um, but in addition to that, we have had carriers approach us not only to, to pay to be on the platform, but they've subsequently have, ha have come to us with proposals to, hey, how do I market a new product that I have within this platform? So that essentially becomes a, 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 you know, an opportunity for them to market themselves to a captive audience. Um, and so you can imagine that. And then, and then thirdly, you know, we, we do provide uh, the carriers interesting insights and data that makes them better um, at, uh, at working not only with the agent, but also in understanding how their products are performing in the marketplace. Okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm always curious, how, how did you realize that this was a need? Uh, how, you know, how, uh, yeah, how, how did the idea come up? I first need to give credit to, to our initial funders, uh, D.E. Shaw and Nafila, who really saw this and, and hired me to help them sort of investigate this. You know, I don't come from the insurance space. I come from the travel space okay. uh, as well as the real estate space. 
But in both of those industries, just like in, in, in insurance, an agent is still important, uh, especially on the, on, the, on the real estate side, no matter what people think. 95% of homes are still purchased through, an insur- through a, um, a real estate agent. Uh, but what I did in both instances was help build companies and technology to make the agent and to enable the agent to be better. And so this is industry number three around the concept of how do you build technology um, to help the agent or enable the agent to be better and more efficient. And so when they spoke to me about it, the folks at Deisha and Affila, I really fell in love with the fact that this is a really dynamic industry that is slow moving, but has this legacy of data and technology that hasn't been put fully together. And we thought that there was a real opportunity in doing so, not just for carriers, but in reality for agents. I think a lot of insurance techs start by trying to reach the carriers because they've got the quote unquote deeper pocketbooks. But we always thought that the the real problem is with the agent uh, and solving the problems that they have and our bet was by doing so uh, and really helping, you know, Jane and Joe Adrian uh, in middle America to the, you know, East Coast or West Coast or Florida or Chicago, um, that the, the carriers would therefore become fans of SEMSI. And we're very fortunate where uh, that has happened. Okay, F- fantastic. Thank you for, 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 for the history. Uh, it's been great to have to have you on. Uh, I look forward to see you guys continue to, to grow. You, you've actually, uh, for an insure tech, you are uh, uh, one of the elder states uh, statesmen, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> right, uh, five, five years old, according to LinkedIn. So that that's a mature insure tech. Uh, and uh, w- w- when this goes live, uh, I will tag you on LinkedIn, and I, and, I, and I will tag Semsi on, on on LinkedIn and. Uh, uh, thank, thank you for coming on the show. No, thank you for having me. And, you know, you know, uh, we must be mature because I'm certainly ordering a heck of a lot more Ben Gay to, to put on the joints here. So, uh, <laughs> I love that. yes, uh, absolutely. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you so very much, Tony.